anxiety. Your anxiety can be cured based on how you react to your anxiety. Your anxiety can be cured based on how you react to your anxiety. Now, you probably cannot cure your symptoms of anxiety, but you can cure the way you react to your anxiety. Now, feeling restless, feeling over the edge, feeling fatigued, having difficulties concentrating, being irritable, having headaches, muscle aches, stomach aches, unexplained pain, having difficulties controlling your feelings, worrying all the time, having sleep problems, having problems with falling asleep. Now, these are symptoms of anxiety. You probably can't control the symptoms of anxiety, but you can control the way you react to your anxiety. Your re- the way you react to your anxiety, you can control that. So if you can control the way you react to your anxiety, you can cure your anxiety based on your re- based on your reaction to your anxiety. Now, First Peter five seven, the Word of God says, "Cast all your anxieties on Him, on Jesus Christ, because He." cares for us. He cares for you and me. So the things that we cannot control, and you got to know what you can control and what you can't control. You can control the way you react to your anxiety, but you can't control the symptoms of anxiety. And you just give those cares to Jesus Christ. We give them to Jesus Christ. So verse 7, 1 Peter 1, verse 7 says, Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for us. And verse 8 says, be alert and sober-minded. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a warring lion, looking for someone to devour. Resist him, stand firm in the faith, because you know that the family of believers throughout the whole world is undergoing the same kind of suffering. So if you're a believer and you're dealing with anxiety, and you cannot control the symptoms of anxiety you give to Jesus Christ, but you're not the only one. We stand firm. We don't lose our joy. The other believers, just like you and me, who are Christians, are going through the same type of suffering, and we just give it to Jesus Christ. We know what we can, what we can, what we can control over. We have control over what we don't have control over. We have the we have control. We can control how we react to our anxiety because it doesn't cause us to sin. So we can control how we react to our anxiety. How we react to our anxiety does not cause us to sin. And we can cure anxiety based on how we react to our anxiety, but we probably don't have control over our symptoms. We give our symptoms to God, and we control our anxiety by staying in the spirit of God. I'm Trey Knowles, and welcome to Truth for Knowledge. Let's talk about curing your anxiety.
Today's topic is about anxiety. Um, in my lifetime, I dealt with anxiety. So today I can say that I am cured from anxiety and I know how to deal with a, with an anxiety. So I had someone that was, gave me compassion, um, gave me comfort. So because that someone gave me comfort, I'm able to comfort you guys who's dealing with anxiety and also help you cure your anxiety the way I was cured um, with my anxiety. Anxiety is a feeling of fear. A feeling of fear and, uh, and worry of the uncertainty. So fear, when you think about fear, you think about, I'm afraid, I'm scared, and danger, 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 danger. So how are we going to get rid of that fear is, is stop taking in a, a, a negative content. The more negative content that we take in, what we watch on television, what we hear from the radio, or what we read, all that negative content is going into our minds and going into our hearts. So no wonder why we would assume the worst, right? So if your mind is taking in more negative content than positive content, most definitely you will assume the worst, okay? So well, that's how we fix some of that fear, 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 is stop taking in negative content. And the worry, how we deal with worry is it's mostly – we worry most of the times when we worry, we worry about things that we devoted to, right? We worry about things that we are devoted to. And that means that we're worrying about things that we actually love, right? Or, or, or we worrying about something that, that thinking that something bad is going to happen to us. And that's, that's the fear. And that's where the negative content comes in, right? But you should not worry about anything, to be honest with you, because You should not worry about anything but trust. You should always trust. And I'm going to tell you why. Why I'm saying that. You should not worry. Because if, it can, if anything that you're worrying about cannot love you back, <laughs> you shouldn't worry about it. If it cannot love you back, you shouldn't worry about it. Right? Because that means you cannot trust it. So whatever I trust, I do not worry about. Because I trust it, right? I love it. That thing trusts me, right? And I trust it. So there's a level of trust there, right? So there's no need for me to worry because I trust. There's trust. Like between a husband and wife, right? A husband should not worry about his wife. A wife should not worry about her husband. Because there's trust there until maybe the trust is broken. That's different. Okay. But there's trust. Love always trust. So I don't need to worry about, you know, if I'm going to eat tomorrow because I know my, my wife is going to have a great dinner cooked for me. So I don't have to worry about that because there's trust. There's trust. Okay. Anxiety, anytime you, you have anxiety and you're in fear and, you, and your anxiety is happening, it's because you're not loving yourself. You're not 
loving yourself. Okay? And we talk about that when we come back. If you're operating in anxiety, you're not operating in love. Why do I say this? The reason is, there is no fear in love. But perfect love drives out fear. Because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made in perfect love. So if you're assuming the worst, you're not acting in love. Stop the what ifs. Why am I telling you this? Reason why is because love always hopes. There's no need to worry when love always trusts, always hopes, always persevere with patience. Love always trusts, always hopes, and always persevere with patience. So do you want to assume the worst or do you want to always hope? Always hope. Always hope. I know sometimes we have expectations, and sometimes our our expectations don't pan out. So if they don't pan out, we, what are we going to do? Are we going to assume the worst? No, we're going to keep hoping. Keep hoping and trust. Now, do not push your trust in on things that cannot that you cannot that cannot trust you back. Don't trust something that cannot trust you back. Don't trust something that cannot love you back. If you love it, it has to love you back. So do not be devoted to things that are, that are, that are harmful or that is not important. Do not be devoted to things that is harmful and not important. Be devoted to things that are, that, that can care for you as you care for it. Devoted, be devoted to things that can care for you as you can care for it. Because when you do that, you take away your worries. You take away your worries. Okay? Love always hopes, always trusts, always persevere with patience. Okay? So when you when you're feeling fear, there's no love there. When you're feeling worry, there's no love there. And we'll be back with more anxiety. In life, some things in life we won't have control over. And some things in life we will have control over. Why do I say this? Because the things that we have control over gives us choices, right? We have a choice to do what is right or we have a choice to do what is wrong, okay? So if we have a choice, that means we should not we should not be in fear and we should not worry because we have a choice, right? We have a choice to walk away or go into danger, right? So if you choose to go into danger, why are you in fear? It's your choice to go into that danger. Right? Because you can choose not to because you have a choice. So anytime 
Anything that gives you a choice means you have control over it. If it does not give you a choice, then you have no control over it. So if you have no control over it, that means you should always act in hope. Always act in hope. Hope for the best. Right? I don't know what's going to happen, but all I know that I'm going to keep hoping for the best. I'm not going to assume the worst. I'm going to live in hope. I'm going to have faith. Okay? Because anxiety is really a faith issue. It's a faith problem. That's what anxiety is. That's a, a faith problem. Anxiety kills your joy. Why am I saying that? Because anything that kills your joy, kills your peace, kills your happiness. If it takes away, if it takes your joy, it takes your peace, it takes away from your happiness. And anxiety definitely does that. It takes away your peace and your joy. So you, you, you will not be happy if you're going through anxiety. So you want to walk to love, you want to trust. What is love? Love is patient. Love is kind. Love protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Okay? We'll be right back with more anxiety. We'll be back with more talk about anxiety right here, right here, with truth and knowledge. When anxiety affects your life, it affects everything. It divides your mind, so you cannot concentrate. It makes you doubt. Anxiety slows down your productivity. It affects your personal relationship with others. It also leads to unwise decision-making. Anxiety is a waste of time and energy. Anxiety is simply a faith battle. Can anxiety be cured? The answer is yes. Why? Because God is not the source of anxiety. God did not create it. Why do I say God did not create anxiety? The reason is because God is love and not the author of confusion. So when we come back, we are going to give you the cures, the five steps to the cure of your anxiety. The five things that you should do to cure your anxiety when we come back. Cure your anxiety. Here are five things you have to do to cure your anxiety. Number one, get understanding. Think. Think by not assuming the worst or worrying. Always hope. For the best. And be content. Be happy for what you already have. Be happy for what you already have. All right? Jesus explains this perfectly in Luke 12, 22 through 34. Number two. The number two thing you have to do to cure your anxiety is use the act of kindness. Use the act of kindness. Use kind words. Be kind to someone. Let someone be kind to you. And Proverbs 12, 25 says, anxiety weighs down the heart, 
but a act, but that kind words cheers it up. Anxiety weighs down your heart, but kind words cheers it up. So act of kindness will cheer up your anxiety. Okay? Now, number three. The third thing you should do to cure your anxiety is be content and have gratitude. Be thankful. Be thankful for the things that you already have. Be thankful. If you're alive today, that's enough to be thankful for. That's a lot to be thankful for because you're alive today. If it's not life-threatening, what are you worrying about? If it ain't life-threatening, what you worrying about? All right? Now, trust, 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 trust. Throw away your fear. If God is for you, who can be against you? If God is for you, right, who can be against you? No one can bring death to you. So be thankful. Be content and have gratitude. Be thankful. If it ain't life-threatening, don't worry about it. Okay? Now, if you believe that God rose Jesus from the dead, right? So if God has the power to raise Jesus from the dead, right, and God loves you, and he values you, he values you, what are you, what you got to worry about? There's no reason to worry. So be content. It ain't life-threatening, right? Nothing is life-threatening, right? Because no one has a way, no one has, has the power to take away life. They have the power to destroy your body, but they don't have no power to take away your life. Because why? Jesus is life. And God rose Jesus from the dead, right? So he would do the same thing for you. Because Jesus is life, and you are part of Jesus, so there's no reason to worry. Number four, the fourth thing to cure your anxiety, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. What's there to be afraid of? God commands you to be strong and courageous and be not discouraged. So it's a choice to be discouraged. God commands this in Joshua 1. Nine, he commands us. And the fifth thing to cure your anxiety, the fifth thing to cure your anxiety is always remain in love. This is the most important thing. This is the most important thing to cure your anxiety is to remain in love. Because love will cure everything. Will cure everything. Always remain in love. Perfect love drives out fear. Set your mind on things that are lovely. And you can read more about this in 1 John 4.18 because it explains it perfectly. Perfect love drives out fear. Set your mind on things that are lovely. These are the five things to cure your anxiety. Always remember, if you're operating in anxiety, you're not operating in love. If you're all Always remember, if you're operating in anxiety, you're not operating in love. And we'll be right back. If you're operating in anxiety, you're not operating in love. So do not worry about nothing. I mean, nothing. But be thankful and devote yourself to God. Be thankful for your life. 
Be thankful for your life. And do not worry, because you have no reason to worry. Right? Put your trust in Jesus, and you will be okay. Cure your anxiety with the love of Jesus. Cure your anxiety with God's love. Let his spirit live in you, and you will cure your anxiety with love. Thank you for watching another episode of Truth and Knowledge. Life Coaching with me, Trey Knowles. Anxiety attacks all ages, but we don't have to give in to its power by assuming the worst. Anxiety weighs down the heart, but a kind word cheers it up. Love always hopes. Never give up. Always persevere. Because hope kills anxiety.